What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out the Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049, AM 1260, and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up. That's your Friday. That's your Memorial Day weekend right here on B&A. We'll get you there. Live and local. Appreciate you joining us this morning and every morning. Tell a friend. Spread the word. We're either 98 or 99 days to the start of the Longhorn football season. We do know we're about a week away from the Horns returning to campus after their month off and starting their summer workouts to get ready for what uh, looks to be a a promising 2023 football season. Longhorn baseball season looked really promising going into the week. Didn't look so great in Arlington. Longhorns, the top seed in Arlington, first team sent packing. And somebody texted and said, we gave up the blitz for that. Come on, Coach Pierce, do better. (laughs) That's true. Sorry about that, y'all. We were off the air by 840 yesterday getting ready for Longhorn baseball and wasn't a lot to cheer about uh, for the Longhorns over the course of the next three hours, but we will have a Friday blitz. You know, we'll give them a little longer blitz today at the end of the eight o'clock hour. Buck, they got to have it going into since the, the horns to the holiday took it from them and uh, didn't have it yesterday. So yeah, got to have that into Memorial Day weekend. And uh, as we say, uh, you know, it is Memorial Day, but it is an important day as well. It's an extra day off, and it really launches summer. But uh, let's honor and mourn the the fallen, those who gave the ultimate sacrifice giving their lives or a family member, giving their lives in defense of our country, uh, in service to our country, uh, in any of the United States Armed Forces. And that is what Monday is all about. And we certainly you know, appreciate it seems light. It is uh, hugely appreciated and uh, remembered and mourned for sure on Memorial Day on Monday. But uh, Friday we'll have some fun uh, getting you into it. Uh, talking football, of course. Uh, talking a little Pat Mahomes last hour and the basketball. Should the uh, heat be concerned becomes a question as Boston has gone back-to-back. Let's get you uh, get you the headlines. Headlines include a lot of uh, staving off elimination and elimination. That's the headline. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Yeah, elimination and not being eliminated. Longhorns first team out at the uh, Big 12 tournament yesterday morning, losing back-to-back games to Kansas and Kansas State. Horns lost 6-0 yesterday at Globe Life Field. They're now 0 for their last six games in that uh, arena, in that building. After scoring 29 runs in their three-game sweep of West Virginia last weekend, Texas Bats quiet in Arlington. Longhorns recorded only two hits yesterday, stranded nine runners, went 0 for 13 with runners on base. In addition to coming home early and a rash of injuries for the Horns have cropped up. First baseman Jared Thomas tweaked his back on a swing in game one of that uh, tournament. Uh, He dealt with it yesterday. Third baseman Peyton Powell has a ribcage issue. He didn't start at third base yesterday. The DH instead. Also, relief pitcher Heston Toll didn't travel with the team to Arlington because of an injury. And uh, in the seventh inning yesterday, the left-handed pitcher David Shaw left the game with an apparent elbow problem. The two-and-out performance this week almost certainly ensures the Longhorns will travel for their regional round of the NCAA tournament. The full field of 64 in brackets will be announced on Monday. Other finals and scores from the Big 12 tournament yesterday. Second-seeded Oklahoma eliminated West Virginia with a 3-2 win. Texas Tech, meanwhile, and TCU improved to 2-0 with victories. The Red Raiders' win came in dramatic fashion. They rallied for three runs in the ninth inning to walk off Oklahoma 10-9. No drama for the Horned Frogs. They posted their second straight run rule win at Globe Life. They pummeled Kansas 14-4 in eight innings. 
So the two games on the schedule today will both be in-state rivalry elimination games. Kansas and Kansas State will play at 3 o'clock. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State will play for the fifth time in a week uh, in the night game this evening. A couple of other scores from outside the Big 12. Texas State stayed alive at the Big uh, the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Uh, extra inning wins over Georgia State. Uh, 6-5 final. They're going to meet the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana tonight. Uh, SEC tournament, Texas A&M blank South Carolina 5-0. Yesterday they're going to face LSU this afternoon. NBA playoffs, Boston Celtics improved to 4-0 in elimination games in these posts in this playoffs with a win last night. They beat the Heat 110-97, wire-to-wire victory. Derek White, the former Spur, he scored 24 points, hit six threes. Marcus Smart, Smart had 23 points and five steals. Game six back in Miami on Saturday night. Miami still leads that series three games to two. In hockey, Dallas Stars avoided elimination from the Stanley Cup playoffs last night with a 3-2 overtime win over Vegas. Joe Pavelski scored the game winner in the first overtime. Major League Baseball, Rangers and Astros both off yesterday. They're going to both open up road series this weekend. Rangers are in, in Baltimore. Houston is in Oakland for the weekend. Round Rock clobbered Albuquerque 18-6 last night. In golf, Harry Hall is your first-round leader at the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club on the PGA Tour. Fired an 8-under round of 62 yesterday. Four, three strokes better than Harris English, who shot 65. Former TCU Horn Frog Tom Hoagie is in a group at 4-under. Four, four back. Brutal day for the PGA Championship hero Michael Block. The teaching pro from California who took the golf world by storm in Rochester and earned a sponsor's exemption into this tournament is sitting in dead last place after round one. Shot an 81 yesterday. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. All right. Sorry about that, Michael Block. You did have a wonderful week last week, though. I do like that he played the ball off the off the cart path bridge. Oh, I do too. Yeah, he, he hit his tee. He was struggling off the tee yesterday, mightily. Everything was, you know, slicing off to the right. It just shows how impressive it was his performance through oh, yeah. four days at the PGA Championship. I mean, that's, yeah, he was locked in. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, look, and I think that sport, baseball, all sports. If you're not locked in mentally, uh, you're you, it'll, it'll it'll eat you alive, and that's. Or you know, if you're not used to being locked in on on a, a week-to-week basis like he's not. I mean, that guy's teaching. He's out there in the range hitting balls with people. He's not playing against Rory. And My girlfriend was talking to me earlier this week, and she was like, oh, cause she saw the social media posts about him. And she's like, oh, he's my he's my favorite golfer now. Like We should go somewhere and watch him this weekend. And I was like, he might not be there this weekend. <laughs> I, I don't know well, if you know how that works. Things, but. If you get the call from the uh, – the people running the Colonial, and they want to invite you. You can't turn it down, but it's almost one of those you probably should have said, you know what, I'm already playing in Canada or in the Canadian Open a week later. I need a week away from this, I need a week away, man. This is – but, and again, that's – if you're not complete – I mean, that's what he was. He was locked in for the PGA Championship. As a PGA pro, he had qualified. You know, there are, what, 29,000 PGA teaching pros in this country – 29,000, he's one of them. He was one of 20 to qualify for yeah, that this, event. This is not his routine on a week-in-a-week no. basis. You know, he, he knew and studied that course. He understood you know, how to attack it. This one came at him quick. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was, I won't say it should have been expected, but not surprising that he no. went out and, I mean, 81, he probably wasn't expecting. But I, would, I, I don't think anybody should have been expecting him to be in, in Competing for the win here. Yeah, um, I mean, don't think that he, all these tournaments he plays in now that he'll be in contention now. Look, we see the best players in the world shoot high numbers sometimes. It just happens. And as you said, routines, oh, not routine, being locked no. in. Longhorn Baseball found that out yesterday. I think the Miami Heat are finding it out right now that uh, you know they're up 3 nothing. They're comfortable. They did they'd come pretty easy against the Celtics. And the Celtics have ramped up their defense, started hitting some three-pointers, 
and the Heat defense has lapsed, and they're not as mentally locked in as they had been, and now we have a series headed back to South Beach 3-2. to two. Still plenty of opportunity for the Heat to win this thing, but, you know, it just goes to show the, uh, you know, the level at which you have to be locked in. You know, David Pierce told us on our conversation on Tuesday as they, before they headed up to Arlington that, you know, what, I, asked him, I asked him what the weekend was all about with West Virginia. Why did everything seem to go so well? And he said we were mentally locked in. I mean, they played with a chip on their shoulder. They, you know, for, for the first time all year, our pitching and our hitting and our defense all played as one. And everybody was taking great at bats up and down the order. The pitching staff was locked in, and and you're dominated. playing for a championship. You know yeah. that's what it's all about, right there. Yeah, uh, but the the quote there, the 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 statement that David Pierce made that, that resonated that resonates this morning is that they set a new standard. They set a new bar with the weekend at West Virginia. Well, they didn't reach that bar this week. Clearly, uh, mentally, uh, chip on the shoulder, being locked in. You know, you're going somewhere. Your 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 season is continuing no matter what happens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's part of it, right? The yeah, and our you know, Kansas, Kansas State. No, as soon as they lose two games in those tournaments, they're right. out. And so they're they're playing for their season. Longhorns, did they get comfortable? I mean, that, I'm sure that would be unfortunate for David Pierce. That, guys, we just we just saw what what it takes to do it. Where we have to be mentally, where we have to be with this with as a team to be our best, and we certainly weren't for two days in Arlington. And no matter where we go from this point on, we'll have to be at our best. We can't. Yeah, you're not going to have the home crowd. No, oh no, the home cooking. You blew that part of it. Yeah, you you, and to me, that's the most surprising part of their performance there because there was a lot to play for. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and that's, I mean, did they, I, I mean, baseball can get you too, just like golf, but you, you, they just didn't look like a team that, that took much energy into those games. I mean, Lucas Gordon struggled, then LeBaron Johnson was not himself, and that's a 9 o'clock in the morning game, but Kansas State's playing at 9 in the morning too, and uh, their pitcher pitched great. So it's like, um, you know, where did that chip on the shoulder go? Where did that urgency that you were playing with the week previous go? No, no, that, um, that whole human nature thing can't come into play when you, even though you know you're going to still continue to play no matter what. That's that's got to be the part and that's in the Texas sports that you can't have. You yeah, can't, that's right. You can't get to the fourth quarter and say, you know what, we'll be playing again next week. We'll have a nice record. Uh-uh. It's about now. It's about today. It's about this time. And that's where they didn't get. Uh, over the last couple of days, they didn't get. It's about now. They weren't in the now, and that's uh, surprising uh, because again, talking to Coach Pierce, they were so so uh, excited about the opportunity to go up and try to play them their way into hosting a regional. They were right on the cusp, uh, leaving for Arlington. And when you and don't have when you don't have your full complement and guys are banged up, I mean, I mean, you're playing against teams that are playing for an awful lot too. I mean, it's not. I mean, you just gotta you gotta gut that out. I mean, rib injuries, things like that. I mean, that's that stuff. That's not what has been happening with them. They've been pretty healthy and getting things done, and all of a sudden that happens. You got to be able to fight through that. They just didn't fight through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's a little bit banged up at this time of year, but yes, the injuries coming at an inopportune time. Right. And they did. They did gut it out. Outside of David Shaw, he tried until he had to come out of the game with the bases loaded and a three zero count, and uh, Charlie Hurley came in and gave up a couple more runs. But uh, either way, not a good performance. No. Surprising out of the blue, I think. I expected the Longhorns to, to pick up where they left off this past weekend, and the opposite happened. Because, look, it wasn't just this weekend against West Virginia. The Longhorns, since their series in late April with Oklahoma, had been playing really good baseball. They won a series in Fort Worth. They won the series at Kansas. Uh, they won the series with San Diego or San Jose State. Now, they dropped a game in each one of those, but they won the series. And um, then they sweep West Virginia to put themselves on the cusp of that you know opportunity to be a top-16 team. And uh, let it go with this performance here, and again, it was it was kind of feeble at, at best. With you know the three runs in game one, two of them came on Jack O'Dowd solo homers, 
Um, yeah, he the, had a nice little couple yeah. of days, but my God, only two hits yesterday. Only two, and one of them was an infield single. I mean, just and you give K State credit; they they're facing elimination here. They know that their season would be over if they lost yesterday, and they're they put their they put a guy with almost a six ERA on the mound yesterday, and he shut the Longhorns down. And the Longhorns knew if they get to the back end of that game trailing that K State's got one of the best closers in the in the country. And that's what they ran into, and it was a two nothing game into the uh, seventh inning, and that's when David Shaw came in, and clearly wasn't right, and uh, ended up loading the bases, and uh, that's when they scored four more runs in that inning when uh, Charlie Hurley came in. Let's dive into your coach's corner. It's brought to you by Audio Visual Consultations. That's Tom McKay and his great crew there at AVConsultations.com. Audio Visual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Yeah, you know, well, offensive collapse for the Longhorns, and. Um, you know, just not too, too – again, that's the eight seed and the five seed. It wasn't like you're getting beat by, you know, the, the top teams in the Big 12. But we know the Big 12 has been pretty even all year. And, um, you know, that, that goes to the mental mental focus and being locked in as a team. Just didn't feel like they were up there in Arlington. Somebody said they don't play well at Globe Life. That's true, too. <laughs> they, you know, they played into the championship game at the, at the Big 12 tournament last year and lost. But if you count their three games to start the regular season and these two and the end of last year, they're 0, in their la- 0 for their last six in the Ranger ballpark there. And, yes, playing. Well, if they wanted to play home, they had to win the games. Yeah. and that So, yeah, to say they, they had a lot to play for. Yes. And they didn't play very well. Uh, but if you're looking for silver linings, their season isn't over. That's right. They now have an extra couple extra days now and a week off, essentially, to get healthy and find out where they're going to be, get, get re-mentally locked in. It'll be like Michael Block today, Buck. When he doesn't make the cut and isn't being celebrated, he'll get to have a week to get ready for the Canadian That's Open right. the following week. Got to bring your own energy. Yeah. And, yeah, 9 in the morning, empty ballpark, all that. I don't just That was – I expected a lot more from Texas in those games, and uh, I think they probably did too. But you can't play with expectation. you gotta, you got to just do it and uh, That's right. play with that urgency that it's going to take. We'll find out where the Longhorns go. I keep seeing a lot of projections of them going out to Stanford, to the Palo Alto uh, regional, um, you know, if you're a Longhorn fan, your your best case would be to go up to Dallas Baptist, and DBU would host, and you'd be in the state and still could have you know some home crowd True. type of thing there. Uh, but there's a lot of I mean, a lot of thought that Texas will be sent out, um, you know, to the west maybe, and and Stanford would be a likely spot. Or I, I saw you know going into the SEC potentially, you know, because Longhorns are going to be an SEC team pretty shortly here. That maybe they get matched up into one of those SEC regionals, but obviously we'll know. We'll know who the 16 host teams are on Sunday. Those will be announced by the NCAA Sunday, and then we'll know the full field. So, and that you know, Longhorn fans shouldn't expect to hear the Longhorns called in those 16 or announced in those 16, and then the the Horns will find out where they go. Everybody will find out on Monday morning from the NCAA. No host teams from the Big 12. I don't think so. I don't think at this point. What about if it runs through Lubbock? Uh, I, 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 I look. I, I would think that they would want to reward, but you know, TCU's the team that that is rolling right now. TCU's right. played great at the end of the year, and TCU, you know, Kirk Sarlos's team has run ruled their first two opponents in Arlington, sixteen runs against K State. I mean, think about Texas; they scored three total runs against Kansas and Kansas State. TCU in two games against those same teams scored thirty. They scored sixteen and fourteen, and run ruled them. Man, and uh, they're the team that's locked in right now. Uh, Texas Tech rallied yesterday to beat Oklahoma with three runs in the ninth inning, so they're 2-0. and Those teams will have today off and wait for a couple of elimination games today and, um, you know, look like they're on a collision course potentially to play in the championship game on Sunday. And, yes, I, I, I you know, if 
I don't think if TCU were to win the whole thing that that would change anything as far as hosting. But, um, you know, going into it, the three teams that were, were thinking we could play for it and to host and be a top 16 would be Texas, West Virginia, and Oklahoma State. West Virginia and Texas are already out. Those were the first two teams eliminated. And Oklahoma State will play for their, you know, for the tournament today against Oklahoma. Uh, so or tonight. So yeah, I, I don't. I think I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I, it doesn't look like the the Big Twelve will have a, a top sixteen. West Virginia certainly not. After no. I mean, they're zero for their last five games now. Swept by Texas, zero and two in the Big Twelve. Uh, Randy Mazie's team will not host. Texas will not host. And Oklahoma State, I guess, would be if if Oklahoma State were going to win the whole thing, which they've got to play through the losers bracket. I guess they could, but their pitching staff's not in good enough shape, I don't think, to do that. Because um, I mean, remember, if they win today, then they've got to go beat um, – what side of the bracket they're on? They're going to have to go play and beat uh, Texas Tech twice to get into the championship game against likely TCU, looking like TCU on Sunday. So that's where the Big 12 tournament stands. They'll play through the weekend. The Longhorns will not be a part of it. Um after what they did yesterday. Uh, Boston Celtics, should the Heat be worried? I mean, the Heat are an eight seed at the end of the day. I mean, there are some making an argument that they were, you know, they've been playing on, riding this wave, and maybe the Celtics have been given new life, and the Heat are now the team playing with the pressure. Jimmy Butler guaranteed the win. They're going to win it. Well, they they had better win. They better not go back to Boston. How about, well, that, that would be quite the storyline. We come in here, because that game, I think that, well, well, we'll know by the time we come back, because we're off Monday. Uh, from the show, Game Six is Saturday night. Game Seven would be Monday mm-hmm. uh, in Boston. But look, and well, what's the difference in the series? Defense, right? I mean, the, the Celtics have ratcheted up their defense, and the Heat's defense has slid. And um, and the role players from and the stars from the Celtics are all playing now. Yeah, the, you know the Derek, the, the role Derek players. White. Yeah. Well, and and look, the the defensive intensity leads to you know easy buckets. That's the other part. You know that. Uh, in the two game, two losses, Miami's had 31 turnovers uh, because the defense has stepped up for the for the Celtics, and they're forcing the turnovers, which are creating transition baskets. And I mean, also, Derek White was just making jumpers last night. I mean, he was he was whether they were difficult or not, he was making his three pointers. Well, the bumper sticker on the two games is Boston is playing D and they're hitting threes. Yes, that's the two things that have changed. They're they're making it tougher on the defensive Marcus end Smart. on the Heat, and they've shot over 40 percent in both games from three point land and. Uh, you know, three and D. If you if you do those things with those players, you're going to have a chance. But they'll be on South Beach tomorrow night. I mean, Horford is the only guy, Ty. When I look at it, that's not doing. He made a couple threes last night. That's yeah, a. I mean, Marcus Smart is shooting a bunch of threes too. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's kind of their game. Uh, play great defense, and then because they don't they don't have an interior player, right? I mean, they they've no. got slashers like Jason Tatum that goes to the goes Robert, to the rim. Robert Williams is going to give you much on the offense. Yeah, they don't not they're no. not an interior team. They're going to make threes. They play great defense. Well, now they're, Horford's knocking them down. The the roster itself, the sum of its parts, is greater than most with two top you know ten kind of players and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and then the Marcus Smarts and the Brogdons and you know, a guy like Derek White steps up and scores twenty four points, oh, hits yeah. six three pointers. That's going to help you and. Uh, we'll see. Him uh, and Jason Tatum had more points than the Heat in the first quarter. Yeah, despite, when there was a blowout too. from the jump last night. He oh, didn't. no, they they played well throughout. I felt instantly instant regret after the first bucket of a betting Heat money line last night. So I did lose money. Oh, you did? Yes. Heat I, money I, line. But it wasn't, it, it wasn't, I didn't lose enough to even qualify in my mind of like actually losing. So, Hey, listen. I mean, but I think, uh, I think this could be the first time we see it. Well, listen, it happens. Happens. If, yeah. if they win, and, and, I mean, obviously the, the conventional wisdom will be, Heat win game six at home. But if they don't, 
and that the Celtics have found some mojo and you know found some answers for and the a Heat. seventh game there. As we said in three game in best of seven series, teams are zero and hundred and fifty. That'd be awesome. Coming four to, straight. Hole in 150. It go, only happened with the damn Celtics. To go too. to Miami and win and then bring it to game seven, then Miami, Jimmy Butler, you know. Crushes if, their if, dreams. If that was a close game at the end of the game and the Celtics ended up losing, that would hurt probably more than and, any, oh, any other, you, any other playoff series. The, the fact that it's 0 and 150 would tell you that's probably not going to happen. It's yeah. got to happen eventually. No, it doesn't. It actually no, it doesn't. Doesn't. It be, it doesn't have it to happen. Oh, for a thousand. It, it, it doesn't have to. In each of the 0-150, it could have happened, but it didn't. No, Ty, so it doesn't have unlikely. to happen. It can Same time, never it did, Has it, it ever become, gone to seven, like after being down 3-0? I don't, I don't have that stat If anybody knows me, that, but, I would, I'd like to know that. But, you know, the, the team that's smiling about the whole thing is Denver because Denver's just sitting back chilling, oh. getting ready for uh, resting, resting up. up and uh, getting everybody healthy as they can be. And Rest uh, versus rust, though. Rest. Is, is, is resting a good thing right now? Well, it has to be seen as an advantage at this point. And if you're Michael Malone in Denver, you're just keeping your guys locked in. But at the same time, yeah, you're not playing competitive basketball. The Joker's probably saying, yeah, I can use all the rest. I can't lug in this 285 pounds up and down that court. Yeah, I need a little rest. Nothing like another day. I love Nikola Jokic. Another day at the spa. Look at at Nikola Jokic doing it for the chubby kids. You know, all all the chubby kids out there who battled uh, their weight when they were growing up and now – Getting the last laugh. And getting a couple extra days. (laughs) Get a couple extra days. Now he's the best player in the game. That's just an awesome thing. But, uh, all right, that series is there. The uh, Dallas Stars are still alive. The Texas Longhorns are coming home, or probably already home by now. Uh, We'll talk some more baseball. Somebody said, uh, lack of focus seems to be an issue with David Pierce teams. Well, you know, we'll talk to Coach Pierce about that next week when we get a chance to speak to him. But uh, when we talked to him on Tuesday, I, I, I would imagine he's pretty surprised by what his team put out there. Uh, for two days in Arlington, he he felt like they had found the new bar, they had figured you know understood because you know, once you do it right, you can say it all you want, putting it all together, playing with that chip on the shoulder, playing with that uh, mental focus, pitch by pitch. Uh, that, that okay, we've done it. Now we know we can do it. Now let's keep doing it. And uh, the opposite happened. They went out and played um, like I mean, these were not good pitchers that Kansas and Kansas State were throwing at them. These I mean, look at the the team ERAs in the in the uh, I don't know. It's an individual guy that you're facing. But these were not. You're not facing. It's not the time to be distracted by anything. And smoltz, uh, can't be distracted. And uh, they just didn't. They didn't bring that edge, and they didn't bring that energy. Um, and now they're going to travel uh, come next weekend. We'll come back, uh, start looking at some projections and where the Longhorns could be going. Uh, have a look at uh, some other interesting stories as we head into your Memorial Day weekend. Ty will have the hot or not topics before the end of the hour. It's B and E on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Yeah, someone reminded us that uh, not basketball, but a team from Boston has come back from 3-0 down in a series. 3-0 down in a series. Might have been the Red Sox against your Yankees. It's happened. It can Um, happen. Somebody also pointed out that Rod Babers said that of the 150 teams that went up 3-0 that have gone on to win the series... And he said only three times has a team taken it to Game Seven in the NBA. So, if the Heat even if the Celtics even force a Game Seven, that would be a big flip. But um, you know, I think what we want to see in this series is both teams playing A level basketball because I don't think we've seen that yet in this series. That the Celtics were pretty dreadful. I guess Game Two was the closest to it, and then it, it all flipped in the fourth quarter in Boston. Uh, Boston played pretty good. Both teams played good for three quarters, and it was all all Heat in the fourth. 
you know, game three on South Beach was just Yeah, Coach all... Missoula needs that game. He needs to get to get to game seven. Would you would you rather have your team get swept, like brutally swept in the playoffs, or have a game seven buzzer beater loss? The 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 latter. The latter. Yeah. Buzzer beater loss. Just less not well, let getting me see. swept like that. I'm, I'm gonna think of my favorite team are the Houston Astros. I watched them get swept by the Chicago White Sox in a World Series, which was dreadful. Like four in a row was terrible. And I've also seen them lose where they had two chances to beat the Washington Nationals to win a World Series, and they couldn't. And they had Justin Verlander and uh, was it Garrett Cole to, to win it, and they couldn't. So I'm trying to think which one was worse. You know that you know I, I, they both suck. I guess would be because if you're if you're an Astros fan and you remember you you had you came back to Minute Maid Park up three to two, and all you had to do was win one game to win another World Series, and you couldn't close it out with your two aces on the mound. That was tough. But then yes, in 2004, they got swept by the White Sox in four straight. It, it would be like the Roger Clemens teams. It, it would be have to be like a walk off home, like Grand Slam to lose in Game Seven. I don't feel good about losing. I don't feel good. I, I don't like the losing in the, in the grand losing's slam. Losing's losing. It's just losing. It's just it's the same. It's over the time. same. I mean, you go ahead and sweep but, me. But go you, ahead and sweep me. You, I don't want to lose in game seven. But in your mind, like if you're yeah, a fan I guess of a as, team, I, as I'm thinking about this, the the White Sox series was more palatable than. The, the national. Yeah, because you for, probably forgot. That's, you know, you well, forget were, about that. Because there was a point of the uh, Washington series strongly that I thought they were going to win the World Series. And I don't like buzzer beater losses. I don't like. No, yeah, because that's something that last you'll play remember the game your whole losses. Life. Yeah. Like, I'll, oh, remem- yeah. I'll remember Nelson Cruz and Natalia Feliz for, sure. for my entire life. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't remember as much of that series if they would have gotten Berkman. swept. Lance Burton. David Freeze. David Freeze. There's a lot of a lot of oh, memories. a lot of heroes in that uh, and heroes and zeros. But yes, Astros too. And if the Astros had gotten one of those wins, they'd have three World Series now here in the last five years, six years, and um, that oh, prevented poor Astros. That. Well, poor well, Astros. You asked the question. I, I know. That's I'm my just, answer. Okay. Um, this is 2019 World Series, the only series where a home team didn't win a game. That is true. So bizarre. Astros lost. I mean, for amid all of the cheating stuff, they didn't win a single game at Minute Maid Park. They won all three in Washington, and then that still defies logic that they came home with Verlander and Cole, and you know, couldn't couldn't get it done, uh, couldn't finish it off. I think that's how it was played out five years ago. Now, hey, by the way, you know it was thirty years ago this day. A, a great memory, one of the all time sports bloopers. Where do we rank this on all time sports bloopers? But thirty years ago this day. And today is uh, May the 26th. Jose Canseco, a then outfielder for the Texas Rangers, was running onto the warning track to catch a pop out, uh, a fly ball, and it doinked off of his head and went over the fence for a home oh, run. Oh, man. Right was, off that noggin. This happened before Ty was born. But 1993, the ball that bounced off his head for a home run. What, where, where was that? Cleveland? I'm trying to think where that, that game was being played. It was a road game for the Rangers. But uh, an awkward-looking Jose Canseco going back for the ball, took his eye off of it and because he wanted to catch the Can fence. Can of corn. Right off of his noggin for a home run. Where does that rank on all-time? All-time bloopers, period. That, that ranks right That's up there pretty high. we too low. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You say we too low? <laughs> That's an all-time news uh, yes, gaffe. Absolutely. This uh, ranks right there. I mean, I, I think of Randy Johnson when he hit that poor bird. Like that bird oh. just exploded. Coming across uh, 60 feet, 6 inches. Canseco with the head off, you know, Bill Buckner's miss. I mean, that was maybe the most critical. What's his name crapping in his pants? Paul Pierce? Yeah. <laughs> they won that game, though. Came Man. back. Cleaned it up, came back. 
Darren Oliver mentioned by a Longhorn <laughs> fan in Denton. See that? Ranger fans don't need that. They don't need that. Somebody said, Hogan, Garrett Cole pitched game five. It was Verlander and Granky. That's right. Verlander, Granky coming home. And um, A.J. Hinch was criticized for not using Garrett Cole at the end of game seven uh, when they had a lead and gave up the home run. But, um, yes, Will, who was the pitcher that gave up that home run? Will, Will. Can't think of his first name. Uh, or what last name. All right, uh, so we'll take that thought on a Friday where Jose Canseco's off-his-dome home run ranks on the all-time sports bloopers. Uh, also talk some uh, NBA with the Celtics trying to make it a series. And, uh, you know, the mental side of sports, I think, is a big conversation this morning. The mental side of the game uh, in any sport was on display with Michael Block in golf, right? I mean, you know, one of the things about and t- people talk about Texas and being looking like they lack focus going into their games with Kansas and Kansas State. You know, how about this, Buck? When you play golf and, and when you were in your prime, and I know this is true for me and I think it's for most golfers, the, the worst rounds you play are typically when you go in confident, like you feel like, man, I got this. You know, you come off of a round where you play, you play sure. really good and you, you, you get to the range and you're on the range and everything is just you're striking it uh, and striping it and you're just like, oh, man, this is going to be a great day. Uh, I can tell you that's typically when I play worst, my worst. <laughs> my best rounds come when I don't feel good and I, I maybe I had a terrible round the, the round before and that's just such a, an interesting, you know, dynamic of, of sports is the mental side of it, the, uh, the human nature of it. It's played by human beings. So you can get a Michael Block who takes the world by storm for four days over one weekend, and then yesterday goes out and shoots 81. I mean, just – just, and the Longhorns look like the best team in college baseball for three days last weekend, and now they lose to the eight seed and the five seed and score three runs in two games. Uh, there is a, there's a huge mental component. You know that, and uh, we know that, but it's on display here. Uh, the Heat, who look unbeatable for three games, and all of a sudden they look very beatable and vulnerable – uh, with games where maybe they're not mentally locked in. Well, I mean, that's when, I mean, whether it's a professional, college, high school, that's where you have to have your, your leaders of your, or your, of your team and guys that are mature enough to understand how important, you know, the situation is. Some, some guys will, well, they'll understand it's an important game is, or think of it as just another game. If, if you've got a 3-1 lead or a 3-0 lead, you start to just kind of, you know, oh, oh, everything's okay. I mean, that's the heat. Everything's fine. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're, we're up 3-0. This has never happened before. And now all of a sudden, they go back and they're like, oh, man. Come well, on, a team that's gripping. And I would say the team you would have said wasn't going to do that would be the Heat. They're just, the culture's so good. They're, you know, they're just so tenacious as a team. Um, but at the same time, in that series, the Celtics are the more talented team. Like, player for right. player, roster to roster. And that's why Joe Mazzulla was being criticized so heavily after the first three losses. Wait a second. You mean if you were picking teams in the playground, you pick mostly Celtics here outside of Jimmy sure. Butler. What are we doing? Uh, we're getting outplayed, and uh, they've brought the energy, which means, and this is to Ty's point, that maybe they could be the first in 150 because they are the more talented roster. Uh, and and if they play their best, their best should be better than the Heat's best. Uh, can they do it two more times? It's also what's impressive about the Nuggets, right? It's also impressive about the Nuggets winning. And you know they could have sloughed off a little bit against the Lakers, they went ahead and closed that thing out. Right. Said, you know what? We're just going to end this deal. They were clutch. They were great in the, in the clutch moments. And they the seem like a, a real mature team for the whole year. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way they play yeah. basketball. They're, they they don't fluctuate during the course of the regular season. Well, and I think You know, that, it doesn't matter whether it's playoffs or not. That's just the way they play the game. That That, that is a, that's a reflection of their coach, but also a reflection of their best player. Because that's how Nikola Jokic is. He is not an up-and-down guy. He is a completely reliable, consistent, humble star. 
who, you know, he, 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 he didn't become a star without hard work, right? He was kind of this average average player, and all of a sudden he's played his way into being the best player in the world. So every day his, his work ethic is like that, and he brings that chip on the shoulder. Yeah, and, it reminds, and, then, and that's kind of what Jimmy Butler is. I mean, he's that, he's that hardworking guy. But when others around him don't give you that, you know, don't give you that what Jimmy Butler has to do. And Jimmy Butler has to really work hard. I mean, he's worked hard to be where he is, he, you know, and how he's got there. But if others around him that at times play well decided, oh, this is my day off, Yep. look out. Yep. That's a problem. No question about it. And um, But, again, I think the Celtics are the better team, which is that they, they may have a, a chance. I mean, this is an eight seed here. There's a reason the Heat are the eight seed. They're, they're not as talented. You're right. Player to player as Boston I mean, Boston's got two top ten players in their starting five with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Their bench is, is arguably more talented. And um, so they're back in this thing, and we'll see if they get there. And also, the flip side of that is the ones who do bring it every time, that, that's where your awe uh, is, right? When you see a Tiger Woods in his prime, who it's just every – I mean, he every time, Tiger Woods hates locked to, in. Hates to lose. I mean, it's un, they're, they're, I'm not saying Tiger never had a bad day, but for the most part in championship competitions, Brooks Kepka. I mean, Brooks Kepka when he when he's in the, in it with the best, this dude delivers. This dude shows up, and he doesn't. There's no excuses about weather or no. whatever it is. I if see. he's healthy, if it's if it's not a physical thing, and he's as healthy as you are, yeah, look out, yeah. And boy, that I mean, I know he won the PGA Championship on Sunday, but his 66 around a 66 on Saturday in the rain was so damn impressive because everyone else was struggling and clubs are slipping out of the hand and you're oh, trying yeah. to putt. Like I said, that dude didn't even put a rain jacket on. He just said, okay, let me wear my shirt and let's go. That dude was, you know, so you appreciate guys like that. Kobe, uh, Jordan, obviously, the the intensity and, you know, this is why LeBron is being criticized this week because, you know, Jordan would never be swept. I mean, that's not just not going to happen. Now, Jordan never played a playoff series when he was 39 years old, but uh, either way, uh, that's that. We appreciate it, but it also we realize because we've been through it ourselves, the mental side of the game is, it's hard to predict. Again, the, the, sometimes you feel you're most confident and you play your worst. And that maybe that's a symptom for Texas, that maybe they were too confident. They felt like, man, we got this thing figured out. Because I know when I have that mindset, when I hit the golf course, it never goes well. It never It always turns into a, not just a bad round, but like Michael Block kind of round. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate the, the human nature part of it. I, I just think you got to play how you play all the time. But... That element that's of, very hard to do. That element of knowing that no matter what happens to you this weekend, guess what? You will still have other games. You'll we'll still have. We'll still whether we host our regional or not. Guess what? We're st- we're going somewhere to continue well, that's playing. Right. And I think fans and we would like to think it's it's it shouldn't take a back against the wall situation to Correct. find that intensity. But it is when you say it's a phrase, human nature, but it's a thing. They're, it's played by humans, and that's a hard thing to get to do. And, and maybe fight or flight. Sometimes it's especially I'm, when things aren't going. When things start to go wrong right. for you, that's well, when it really gets bad. I'm, I'm talking about the golf example. And sometimes because fans will see it and think they weren't locked in, they weren't focused. But sometimes it's because you're too confident. You feel like, hey, I got this thing figured out. Yeah. And you get to the plate, and all of a sudden it doesn't go as well as it did against West Virginia. And as our great late great friend Augie Garrido used to tell us all the time, the, the game will humble you really fast. The minute you get a little bit, a little bit overconfident. Get a little bit, uh, man. I got this thing figured out. Is the minute that it'll smack you right in the face. Oh, I quit baseball because I got the yips. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I just in eighth grade, one summer, I just, I literally in probably ten, twelve tournaments got like two hits. And in the middle of the year, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. This is. And before that, I was a great hitter. Well, I will Sometimes admit, it happens. personally, that I haven't played nearly as much golf of late because I, I got hurt. 
And then I remember when I hurt my ankle buck, I had the yep. tore, tore a tendon in my ankle. And then I tried to come back too early, and I just was playing terrible golf, and I wasn't having fun playing. And then, um, so I'm just now starting to get back into where. Imagine how Tiger Woods feels. Oh, yeah. Those, oh. those guys are different. Animals. I'm playing the worst golf but, of my life right now, and I just refuse to give in. You need to be at the red tees. The forward tees, my friend. No, I, I get to the I forward have, tees. No, I have a plan. I have a plan. And that plan is when I'm seventy years old, I'll do I'll do that. And I'm not I'm not i I'm not deviating from that plan until will, I'm seventy. Will your friends still be like, Fuck you, come on. But oh no, they do it every like, time. They do it every time. Well, they said, if, Aren't you are you enjoying playing? I'm like, Yeah, I'm enjoying playing. I'm playing the worst golf, but I'm enjoying playing golf. Well, that's just good. To be that's able, all that matters. Just to be able to go out out in the outdoors and play golf and be around and play it. That's fine with me. I'm I'm you know, I'm going to struggle, but it's the worst it's the worst golf I've ever played. I mean ever played. I got to even the, when I began to play the game. Yeah, last summer I got to a point where I just it wasn't fun. I was like cuz it was me. I was putting expectations that I'm going to not do that again and I'll go out and you know, it wasn't getting better, so I just and I had you know, not get busy. But you feel like every opportunity it still was going to come out the same. For me, I think every opportunity for you me You know, you you've accepted it. I, I'm, no, every opportunity I'm going to it's this is my day. This is the yeah. day that it happens. Oh. This is the day that it turns. My friend I go out just to have fun, you know, take my shoes off, drink some beer. Some of my right. friends think they're on the tour and they'll oh. go out and after three holes that they're that's playing right. like crap, they'll literally that, just that, leave. My hands no, up. That, see, I won't quit. Yeah, that's how I <laughs> because I, I I mean I would I taught myself to play golf after I didn't play a round of golf until I was 25 years old and was doing the radio show with you. Yep. And I was doing commercials for Blackhawk Golf Club, and the, the pro there gave me some old clubs. That's the first time I had clubs. So I taught myself to play, and over the course of 20 years, I got pretty good at it. And then, but the, when it gets to where you're trying to, I don't know, it, 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 there's a point where it loses its fun if you don't just enjoy it and play it for the game. That's what I'm yeah, trying to Yeah, because I'm the same guy who will tell people on the golf course, Hey, why don't you take up bowling? Like a group in front of me, they're playing lousy. I'm playing lousy too, but I'm trying to get them to yeah. go bowling today. It'd be a great day to take up yeah, bowling. I'll, I'll give some lessons if anyone wants the a bowling mental lesson. side of sports. Coming back, Ty will lead us through some topics we've missed halfway through the uh, the Friday edition. It'll be hot or not. Also, do you see who's challenging Tyreek Hill to a run race and says he's dodging him? Oh yeah, there's an NFL player that wants Uh-oh. to race foot race Tyreek Hill and thinks he's getting dodged right now. We'll tell you that coming up next. What's hot and what's not. What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Yeah, all week long, all day long, every day we talk about our sports heroes and, uh, of course, on Monday, we will honor the fallen, the real heroes out there that um, gave their lives in defense of this country, uh, played the ultimate sacrifice, and uh, we appreciate it every day and certainly on this Monday, Memorial Day. Um, volunteer Army Buck, known as Decoration Day, of course, but uh, those who have served, and certainly that's uh, Veterans Day, but those who served and then paid that ultimate price we, you know, for their families and for, obviously, the, the, the ones that, that have lost loved ones. Uh, that's what Memorial Day is. Yeah, all I'm a little about. off this year because I didn't. Generally, I go the highway, you know, up on 620 and right there in Lakeway, and there's a little cemetery with some veterans there, and I put a flag, and I haven't got my flag yet, so gotta find one of those small little flags, and I know they're everywhere, so try to get that done. Yep, on Monday, sure. fly the flag proudly this weekend for sure, and uh, while you're enjoying the lake or the fun that you're going to be having on Monday, make sure you. Uh, and there's veteran cemeteries all over. If you're looking for some place to. I mean, they're every, they're all over oh, the sure. place. You'll find a veteran's no. uh, tombstone somewhere. And, uh, you know, all of us know someone who, 
or, or was touched by somebody that uh, served and um, didn't make it back, and we appreciate them. This uh, Friday and every day. Hey, so um, hot or not, Buck, we're going to have Ty with some topics we've missed, but how about this? DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, Ty, wants to race Tyreek Hill. Foot race. And, and, you know, how far do they want to go? Because DK Metcalf will take too long to get to Tyreek will be gone. The Seattle Seahawks receiver apparently has been, he told uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp this week on an interview that um, for two years, he's had his people reaching out to Tyreek Hill's people trying to set something up, but they haven't been able to come up with an agreement. Who would win a, what do you, what do you want to go, 100 meters? 60. 60. Not 40. No. 60. And that's that's just in order to give the big guy a chance because if he just went forty, he wouldn't catch him. He'd be, he'd still be behind. Sixty, maybe sixty to a hundred. Hundred really got a chance. Forty, he's got no chance. Tyreek is out and gone. And forty yards, you're not catching him. Well, I just, uh, I, I, who would win, Ty? Tyreek uh, or DK? Like How Buc- far are you going? Like Bucky said, that's. That's the, how long is it? Because I think DK's I, faster over 100 yards for sure. Yeah, I think you can. That's probably, probably why DK says cryptically, we can't, we haven't been able to come to an agreement. Right. Do we want to go they're 40? They're both real fast. Uh, yes. They're, <laughs> they're both going to catch us eventually. They're, well, yes. And no one catches the freak, the cheetah. Um, I'm still bugged, uh, the bummed, but the, the NFL schedule makers, you know, I know, okay. I, why didn't they make the Miami game in Kansas City the first game of the year? Wouldn't that have been a better pick than Detroit? I don't want to bag on Detroit and the Lions, but... Bag on them. They're not winning the division. I mean, the Tyreek Hill return to Arrowhead Stadium will be in Germany. Like, what are we doing? I know. That should be the Miami game on a Thursday night to start the season. Tyreek the Freak, the Cheetah, back in Arrowhead where he had so much success. Come on, man. Ty, what do you have for us on Hot or Not? Uh, I don't have really have a story... But to uh, piggyback off the conversation we were having earlier about would you rather you know, get swept or lose on a buzzer beater in Game 7, what is one play or player that has you know, stayed in your mind through your entire life that you, you, know, you might think about on a daily basis, sports-wise, that, that disappointed you? Disappointed daily? me? You know, just it might just Let pop you in your down. head. Every, I mean, we talk about sports every day. We sure. talk about our favorite teams. Just one player or play that just sticks in your mind that's been there. It could have happened five years ago. It could have happened 40 years ago. All right, we'll take that. Interesting. That's good. That's good. I don't think I have one I think about daily. But um, Bud Adams stealing the yeah, Oilers out of Houston. that's definitely yours. Bud Adams for sure. Or, or uh, you know. Will Harris, who gave up the home run to the Nationals, but um, you know for the Astros, and lost World Twenty. Mine would be World the other way around. A guy would stick in my head and be Derek Jeter, It'd be Jeter, Michael Crabtree for me, or for for Buck over there. People who ripped your guts out, Aaron freaking Boone. Now your manager. Yeah, really. Come, come on, on Yankees. Hey, we'll come back. We'll pick that up. Good one from Ty. Who is that athlete for you? Uh, who might it be? Also, well, but Adam's not an athlete. Sports person. Also, best sports bloopers all time in uh, the anniversary of Jose Canseco's home run off the head 30 years ago.